Side Hustle Culture on Pro Cuddle Hustle Podcast. Welcome back, my beautiful listeners. It's Felicity. There's not much visibility for the cuddling industry as is. A majority of what I could find online were these side hustle websites. For example, there's a website called Side Hustle. It's misspelled because they're quirky. But anyways, that specific article had to do with cuddle comfort only. I am giving so many websites free promotion in this episode, but I always cite my sources. According to SideHustle.com, on Cuddle Comfort, you can earn anywhere from $40 to $150 an hour as a professional cuddler, providing non-sexual, quote-unquote, therapeutic touch to strangers. Yes, cuddling is therapeutic, even though professional cuddlers are not therapists, but I do avoid saying therapeutic touch. Touch therapy is just too woonatic. Am I using that word correctly? It says the requirements are to be above the age of 18 and accepting of all races, sexual orientations, etc. I have not been on Cuddle Comfort in years, so I don't know if they have changed the rules. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that Cuddle Comfort and Cuddle Connect are the websites where people are allowed to have preferences. I will make an entire episode talking about whether or not platforms should force their providers to not have any preferences if it's ethical for clients to have preferences or if platforms should force both their clients and providers to not have any preferences. Side Hustle's review says, if you're naturally affectionate and don't mind sharing some of that platonic affection with strangers for pay, you can become a professional cuddler on Cuddle Comfort. Touch therapists set their own rate of pay. You see, this is another synonym I do not want associated with me. I am not a therapist. I never got a degree in psychology. I don't have a degree in general. For women, Cuddle Comfort takes 15% commission fee off of every appointment, which means the minimum amount you can earn is $34 an hour. But the average provider on Cuddle Comfort charges 80 bucks an hour. This is true, or at least back when I was on Cuddle Comfort, that's true. And men had to pay a monthly subscription fee. I don't remember what it was, but I knew it was ridiculous, and that's why you never saw male pro cuddlers on Cuddle Comfort. Honestly, both the 15% commission and the charging only the male pro cuddlers a monthly subscription, both of those business models are whack. According to Cuddle Comfort, it's not discrimination that men are charged a monthly fee to keep their profile active. It's supply and demand. The vast majority of requests are women. Moreover, the site said that some men sign up as a large I never... <laughs> so many words that I'm saying, but I don't actually use. I'm guessing their statement is just, we're weeding out the jokers. If men or just people of any gender wanted to play a joke on the website, I don't really think signing up to be a provider would be the wicked joke that they'd play. I think they would sign up for a website, promise someone that they're going to pay them in person, and then have that provider show up to a location only to get flicked on. I really hope no one listening to this does that. Moving on. 
I do appreciate that Side Hustle acknowledges the danger that comes with cuddling strangers and that you should take into account hygiene and traveling. And since the nature of the job is risky, invest in pepper spray and let your friends know where you are. They also shout out similar websites like Rent-A-Friend, Snuggle Buddies, Cuddlelist. I can't say much about Rent-A-Friend. I have tried to create an account there. It's just, if someone listening to this has more to say about Rent-A-Friend, friend, please comment below. Email me. I don't know if Side Hustle interviewed these people or if they are paraphrasing what they found on forums because Cuddle Comfort has forums, but they interviewed some professional cuddlers who are saying, why is there no way to collect money from people who don't show up or cancel last minute? They don't pay us half in advance. So this professional was constantly bombarded with messages and wasting time with phone calls and video chats. Stuff always fell through. Kind of sounds like they're being stalked because someone is trying to contact them and they keep creating profile after profile and they had to ban five of this person's profiles. This sounds very similar to what happened to me on Cuddle Comfort. They say if Cuddle Comfort had the client's PayPal or bank information, maybe that would stop him from being able to register multiple profiles. I do think that's a good idea. Maybe something about the IP address, I suppose VPNs could bypass that. So this wasn't as bad as I thought beginning the article using touch therapist and professional cuddler synonymously. That put a sour taste in my mouth. This article from greyjournal.net was published after the world entered the coronavirus pandemic. They say Google Trends results show that since 2004, the searches for professional cuddling services have only increased. There's a bunch of stock photos and I appreciate that they feature a lot of people of color and presumably gay people. I don't know these actual stock photo models. As Fox News reported, a woman made $40,000 in 12 months just from cuddling. Many cuddlers have to take a course to become one, which sometimes includes training and reading the cuddling Bible called Cuddle Sutra. In my personal opinion, there is no cuddle Bible. There may be a book out there called Cuddle Sutra. I am not educated enough to talk about Kama Sutra and if that's appropriation. So this article talks about pro-cuddling being a side hustle, but it also says that you're considered an independent contractor. To be honest, I don't know that much about the legal aspect of professional cuddling. I don't make enough money per year to have to pay for taxes. If you're sent a 1099, does that mean you're considered an employee? I live in the United States. Depending on which of the 50 states you live in, it could be so vastly different or extremely the same, the whole employee versus independent contractor. There are many websites where one can become a cuddler for hire. I like that. The main sites for finding and becoming professional cuddlers are Cuddlist, Cuddle Comfort, and Snuggle Buddies. Just know that if you're hiring a cuddler that you must follow a strict safety policy. At the end of the day, becoming a pro cuddler might be the perfect side hustle for you. Due to the coronavirus, people have gotten much more lonely and mental issues have become more common. This has made cuddling a perfect solution. Okay, they're not saying that cuddling will end the coronavirus pandemic, but it will ameliorate one of the side effects of the mandatory lockdowns and quarantine. This is a pretty short article. Initial thoughts. 
I like how the tagline for this headline, and not every headline has a tagline, is no, it's not sex. And they did not bring up sex at all. I mean, now that people in America are getting vaccinated every single day, it feels less taboo to be encouraging people to meet up during a pandemic. Seven months ago, when this was published, maybe it wouldn't be such a great idea. I understand that so many people became unemployed due to the pandemic. When you need money, you kind of will do anything for the money. This article did not discuss at all harm reduction guidelines like wearing masks, so I wish the article mentioned that. This article from Mitu, I don't know how it's pronounced, it's M-I-T-U with an accent on the U. I suppose it's a very popular news website, but anyways, they have an article from May of 2020 titled, Cuddling and Wrestling are Just Two Ways to Make Money on the Side. So this article is only about two different quote-unquote side hustles. I am familiar with both. I would consider both sex work. Apparently, Mitu's YouTube channel has a video where they discuss this. The article begins like, side hustles are a way of life for young people and they can be anything. Mitu's new show, Side Hustle, is taking you behind the scene of some of the most intriguing side hustles. The first episode explores side hustles you can do with your body. Kind of makes sense? I don't like that phrase. They kind of make sense. Okay, Janelle Perez is the brains behind Cuddlelux, a professional cuddling service. I haven't done much research on Cuddlelux. It sounds like a woman of color created it, which makes me feel more comfortable. And according to Cuddlelux's Instagram account, they have a video where they're featured on Mitu. Says Cuddlelux founder Janelle Perez sits down and cuddles with side hustle. Is professional cuddling worth it? Click, click the video and find out. There is something to be said about a good cuddle. The right touch and squeeze and alleviate all your str- I found a typo already. The right touch and squeeze can alleviate all of your stress from the day. For some people, there just isn't anyone at home to provide that kind of physical touch that can change everything. Fortunately, Cuddle Lux, okay, they keep spelling Cuddle Lux differently. They flip between adding an E at the end and not adding an E at the end. I digress. Cuddle Lux is expanding a market for people who just want a little cuddle at the end of the day. Despite people first thinking that the idea was weird, according to to Perez, they usually come around to the idea of professional cuddling. I don't think that my parents know, but my siblings know. Perez admits to co-host Sasha Mercy. I charge 120 an hour, but the industry rate is 80 bucks an hour. I was doing a regular day job and I just found that it wasn't for me. I didn't have enough time with my son, time with myself. I was just running around like a crazy person. I was like, this is for the birds. I've got to find something else, something more flexible. And then the article starts talking about Lucha Libre. So they really didn't talk much about professional cuddling. I'm guessing this is a Spanglish website, so I'm sorry if my accent is off when I pronounce these words. I don't know if all of these photos are stock photos, but I appreciate using people of color for this article. I appreciate how this article shows two women of color cuddling. I'm not saying that this is- I'm not saying this article is bad representation. I'm just saying that it's so short. I'm guessing that Mitu is really influential 
special in North America or South America or both. I don't know much about Mesoamerica, but the more normalization of cuddling, whether amongst platonic cuddle buddies or if it's a patron-client relationship, I think the better. This website is called ladiesmakemoney.com. Their article on professional cuddling, well, it's not just pro-cuddling. They spend paragraphs and paragraphs defining what a side hustle is, and I don't think that's a good way to begin your article. Number one, become a brand ambassador. It is really difficult to become a brand ambassador. Number four, tighten up your budget. I mean, I guess you should delete memberships for things that you don't use, but tightening up your budget is not a side job. Oh my gosh, that's just saving money. Sell your hair. The salary from selling your hair can range from $100 to $4,000. I know that some people's hair is really pretty, but I, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but my instincts tell me it's, it's not so simple to make 4K off of selling one haircut. Becoming a YouTuber. I am cringing. This is exactly what I would expect from a website called Ladies Make Money. Start a blog flipping business. You're joking, right? It says to join hot dog eating contests. And then, well, 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 professional cuddling is at the very bottom and I'm already exhausted. An expert dot 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 cuddler? Question mark exclamation point. This might be one of the most out there ways to make money nowadays. But surprisingly, professional cuddling is increasing in popularity at a pretty fast rate. In major cities like Portland, Oregon, and Los Angeles, California, there are cuddling facilities in which people can make an appointment to be cuddled for a certain amount of time. As a professional cuddler, you nurture and comfort people who are sad or have been through some tough stuff. As a cuddler, you go through some training and can make up to 80 bucks an hour. It is true that you nurture and comfort people who are sad and have been through some tough stuff. At least they didn't conflate professional cuddlers with therapists. This website is called unconventionalprosperity.com and when you click on the link, you get a pop-up. This is a blog run by a man and a woman. I don't know if they're married, but this was written in 2019. And Professional Cuddler is the first one on the list, but it has apostrophes over the word cuddler, which does not have positive implications. This is their words, not mine. This is probably the creepiest one on this list, in my opinion. I would in all caps, hate to cuddle a stranger no matter how much they paid me. The cool thing is that this is one of the unique side hustles you've never heard of that pays extremely well. Cuddling is really good for us. Now they're starting to talk about our immune systems. Real time spent with other humans is rapidly falling as our social media interactions increase. This will likely have an effect on our well-being in the coming years. Enter the paid snuggler. Does not sound that bad. Check out this interview with a professional snuggler. I thought it would link to a YouTube video. It just links to a news article. Yup. You can get paid a hundred bucks an hour for cuddling a stranger in a platonic fashion. It's just like signing up for a dating site and creating a profile. People contact you and if it is a good fit, they can become a paying client. They say this phrase 
So many times throughout this article, I'm sick of it. Paid snuggling has to be one of the most unique side hustles you've never heard of. Did someone accidentally leave that there? Do they have an editor editing these blog posts? Do they not self-edit? <laughs> the clients are typically lonely people that just want to improve their mood and feel happier. Okay, lonely has negative connotations, and this is their words, not mine. If I were to talk to other people about pro-cuddling, I feel like lonely is too biased of a word to use. I would want to use the most neutral words as possible. Here is a great video that we found that documents a full professional cuddling session. What do you think? After watching it, I realized that this unique side hustle is not as creepy as it first sounded. I think it probably depends on the people involved. And then they have that viral video from Cuddlist. It's titled, Watch a Professional Cuddling Session, parentheses, role play. My bad, it's from Cuddle Sanctuary. And this video has 320,428 views. Becoming a paid cuddler is one of the side hustle ideas you've probably never considered, right? Okay, I am so done. But if you have the right personality, then it seems like it could be a really rewarding profession. I really hate the language in this article. All the benefits that the client receives, e.g. increased mood and relaxation, I don't know what it means to increase a mood, also help you. Quite different from the stress of the rat race. Do only older people say rat race? I'd never say that. <laughs> you can get started by joining an agency like Cuddlist. Cuddling is one of the most lucrative side hustles to make. Okay, I'm gonna click on the link and it seems like it's just a link to Cuddlist.com. I thought it would be an affiliate link or something like that and it would be awkward if they somehow gotten an affiliate link because they just sound so judgmental. And the next side hustle that unconventional prosperity says is bleacher scavenging. There is a secret underground group of people that don't go to football games at their local high school to watch the game. They go because they can make their income from scavenging the bleachers for valuables that people left behind. I am not getting into this goodbye tab. I have had it up to here. Wish me luck on this website called insanefreedom.com. Who comes up with these domain names? I'm serious. Do you guys hire a consultant? What is with these terrible website names? This webpage I'm looking at has 26 different ideas of unusual side hustles. What is startling is that a majority of these I would consider sex work. I mean, there's the vanilla stuff like renting out your yard for dogs. Then you get things such as selling feet pictures, modeling naked, professional flirter, get paid to text, professional cuddler. Okay, I kind of take back what I said because they have a bunch of vanilla ideas such as professional line sitter, meaning you get paid to stand in a queue, dating consultant. Okay, so professional cuddler is the second thing on this list. Do you have mad cuddling skills? I mean, how hard can it be? To be honest, I never thought that you could actually get paid for professional cuddling skills. And they put that in apostrophes again as a way to trivialize what I do. To me, cuddling strangers for money is one of the most unusual side hustles ever. However, this side gig is great for those of you who are extra cuddly and loves giving hugs. According to Cuddle Up To Me's Samantha Hess, she believes in changing the world one cuddle at a time. After reading about the story of a guy who charges $2 for deluxe hugs, something clicked within Samantha. Deluxe hugs is also in apostrophes. I have never heard of anyone charging $2 for deluxe hugs. Fast forward five years later, cuddling is becoming a sought after 
after skill and is becoming a popular side hustle. So how do you sign up and start getting cuddly? Here's how to become a professional cuddler. They don't actually tell you, they just hyperlink that part, so I'm gonna click on it. Oh, and it takes me to cuddle comfort. I do appreciate how they gave a shout out to Samantha Huss, who started the website Cuddle Up To Me. None of the other articles I found mentioned her. You would think that the hyperlink would take you to cuddle up to me. According to insanefreedom.com, the fun factor for pro cuddling is 8 out of 10. I should really interview someone who charges $150 an hour because I charge a pretty high rate, but not that high. But can y'all see why it's harmful that so many people's first exposure to professional cuddling is this? For lack of better words, exploitative websites? I think one of the websites, Ladies Make Money, acknowledged how capitalism has made it so working a 9 to 5 is not enough to pay for all of the monthly and necessary bills. Pro cuddling is still so dangerous and that's why on Patreon when I was typing up the transcription for this podcast episode, I referenced two different articles, one from Entrepreneur and one from this website called Millennial Million Man million mmm those two articles sum up what i think about the whole side hustle culture the mmm article is absolute cringe it contradicts itself it portrays side hustles as low energy despite yielding high reward it even says that you can retire early if you teach english online use rebates and sell online courses i don't believe there is such a thing as low risk high pay that's why in my day-to-day -day life i don't use the term side hustle or side job. I agree with everything in the entrepreneur article. It contains plenty of statistics pertaining to the American gig economy. I mean, I guess I am a gig worker. It's not my identity. The entrepreneur article addresses three myths that capitalism has indoctrinated into everyone. Please read it, even if you don't work gigs or multiple jobs. I highly recommend it. The article doesn't denigrate people with side hustles. The writer himself has side hustles, but just reflect on the subtle ways that side hustle culture, otherwise known as rise and grind culture, affects you and the people around you. That was a lot of free advertising for websites that I am not fond of. I am not going to put the links in my show notes. If you want the citations, you can go to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Felicity Azara. I'll make an entire podcast episode on whether it's moral to encourage vanillas to pursue sex work, and there's going to be an emphasis on professional cuddling. I am not here to debate with y'all if there's a fine line between normalization and glamorization, or if there's a very thick line drawn in concrete between glamorization and normalization, but I will say this. Glamorization has more to do with glory. Normalization has more to do with insouciance. The example I will use is body positivity versus body neutrality. Positivity is all about romanticizing your body. Body neutrality is all about viewing your body the way it is, not hating it. That's exactly glamorization versus normalization. I do not want professional cuddling to get glamorized. I want it to be normal. On the internet, you will find people flexing pretty much everything, but I haven't seen any tweets saying professional cuddling bought me a Tesla. I would much rather see 
see people saying professional cuddling helped them afford groceries because I'm sure that's a majority of professional cuddlers. I don't want anyone expecting to make a thousand dollars on their first day professional cuddling because it isn't going to happen and chances are it's not going to happen within the first week even if you took an appointment every single day. I am not saying that the worst case scenarios happen to every single professional cuddler but don't ever assume that it can't happen to you. Even if one of your parents or both of your parents say that they're cool with you pro cuddling now, they could change their minds tomorrow. I have never heard of someone losing their scholarship because they were an out pro cuddler. I could be the first or if that has happened already then that news hasn't reached me. Listen to me if you're an aspiring provider. You do not want to be the first person whose bank account shuts down because Wells Fargo or whatever found out that you're a professional cuddler. In fact, you don't want to be the second or the third or the fourth person for that to happen if you get a PayPal account with $1,000 shut down and you hire a lawyer to get that money back. Do you really think if you were to succeed that you wouldn't have paid over $1,000 for the lawyer fees? I cannot speak for other countries, but here in the US, the justice system works so slow. So even if you do get a $1,000 or $1,200 check in the mail, that could happen two years after you start fighting PayPal. I'm gonna take a break from hypotheticals and talk to you about someone I've met in person. If you've listened to my Post Hustle pod episode on Patreon in which I talk about my very first time auditioning at a strip club, you would know that when I went to my audition, I met someone else who was also auditioning that night and turns out she was a professional cuddler from Cuddle Comfort. Unfortunately, her landlord found out that she was inviting a bunch of strangers in to cuddle them for money and the landlord said, no, you cannot pay your rent like that. And so she had to resort to more desperate methods. She was pretty much auditioning at every single club in the San Francisco Bay Area in one night. And I don't want that to happen to you, dear listener. I can't speak for other countries. In America, a lot of the landlords are cruel. I'm sure some landlords would call the cops if they found out that their tenant was cuddling people for money. Or maybe they would sexually assault the tenant themselves. It happens often. And it was exacerbated when the pandemic was just budding. I guess trigger warning for the rest of this episode, but I hear horror stories almost every single day. One horror story was someone cuddled someone in their bed and they got sexually assaulted and so they were sleeping on their couch for six months afterwards because they could only associate their bed with trauma. There is a wonderful book that was published in early February of this year called We Too. The foreword I think is by Melissa Gira Grant, but anywho, read that book before you get into pro-cuddling. But I know that there are plenty of forums, not just on Reddit, where clients will brag about sexually assaulting people who don't know better. There are men on the internet and in person who bond over the fact that they haggle with people's prices, trying to get it $50 lower, $100 lower for free. If you're a cuddle client listening to this, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to paint all cuddle clients in a bad light because I know that there are plenty of awesome people out there. And I don't speak for all pro cuddlers, but I still stand by what I said. If my first cuddle session wasn't great, then I would not have continued. There's so much emphasis on the very first appointment. Even if someone's first week of working, they had five appointments lined 
lined up back to back. If the very first appointment that a provider accepts is terrible, then I'm sure they're going to cancel every other appointment, even if every other appointment would have been great. I don't have a podcast episode about screening yet, but when I do, I will tell you why it's so important to screen. I don't think it's worse to be a cuddle client or worse to be a professional cuddler. If you're a cuddle client, then chances are you will get ridiculed if you tell your coworkers or your family that you pay other women to cuddle you. And if you're a professional cuddler, unfortunately, I don't think you can show up to a job interview and say, the only job I worked for the past 10 years was a professional cuddler. It was completely platonic and I learned so many life skills hire me. I want to end this episode on a lighter note. Pro Cuddle Hustle is currently on 17 different platforms. The first one, obviously, is Patreon. There's SoundCloud, except that's only up to episode 5. There's YouTube, which contains every public episode, including episodes of the Post Hustle pod. Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Deezer, TuneIn Radio, Listen Notes, Podchaser, those all have the 13 public episodes, or should I say 14, considering that this is now episode 14. Spreaker is a bit weird. It's missing episodes 6 through 10, so it has the 6 oldest episodes and the 4 newest episodes. Podcast Addict and CastBox have all 13 public episodes, except CastBox lists the minisode 12.5 as the first in chronological order. I don't get it, but I checked this morning and Podcast Index has only up to episode 12. Hopefully that will correct itself. Those are the 17 different platforms as of April 4th, 2021. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you would like to monetarily support me, there is my Cash App, Venmo, Google Pay, StarsAVN tip jar, and my Patreon. There's I think over 10 tiers. The first tier is $1 a month. If you want to send me an e-gift card, my email address is felicityazura at gmail.com. That's F-E-L-I-C-I-T-Y-A-Z-U-R-A. If you want to monetarily support me and get something in return, there's always my Redbubble store. My username over there is Magnolia Flowers. That's a zero instead of the O in Magnolia. Be sure to follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. And I very recently recently joined Clapper. I am still figuring out how to use it, but my username over there is Felicity Azura. My official website is FelicityAzura.com. I try to update it as often as possible. Goodbye for now, my dear listeners. I cannot wait to chat with you about all things professional cuddling and sex work in the next episode. You have been listening to episode 14 of Pro Cuddle Hustle podcast.